2: That's Amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
3: A lot can
0: happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.
1: in the cold, out in the dark, something's lurking at the edge of the park. People be warned, people beware, there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair. Hear him cry, hear him howl, looking for someone to disembowel. Claws like a hook, eyes like coal, feet so big they're gonna crush your soul. They call him Sasquatch.
4: This is Yowie Central. Welcome to the show. I'm Sarah, and this is the place where we deep dive into mysterious phenomena, mostly Yowies, otherwise known as the Australian Bigfoot and Sasquatch and other cryptids. We also investigate the paranormal realm, UFOs, and anything else kooky or spooky. We want to hear from you if you've seen a Yowie or any other strange entity and you want to share your experience with people who will believe you and take you seriously. If you've seen or experienced anything kooky or spooky, get in touch with me at yowiecentral at gmail.com and you can share your story with me and with the Yowie Central listeners. If you're a bit shy and you're not sure if you want to come on the show, but you really need to talk to someone about what happened to you, get in touch with us and we can have a chat anyway. You could also write up your experience in an email and send it in to me and I can read it out on the show. Before we get stuck in this week, I wanted to remind you that Yowie Central now has an online shop for Yowie Central merch on Redbubble with super cool designs by Yowie Central's very own paranormal consultant, Jasmine Winter. If you enjoy the show, consider buying something every little bit counts to keep Yowie Central on the air last show I mentioned that I had been on a fantastic show with Jay, Katz and Asper and I gave it the wrong name, didn't I? Obviously I had a bit of a brain fade. It wasn't Anomalies Down Under, it was Down South Anomalies. So if you're interested in the Mindspeak aspect of things and you want to hear a little bit more about my experiences, you can catch that on YouTube on Down South Anomalies. Just to give you a little update, I've had some really cool things happen on the farm lately, yaoi-wise. So months ago, like last, I don't know, September, maybe even August, I left uh, four marbles and two little braids of my hair in a hollow log, which I call the gifting tree. It's about 200 metres away from where we live on the farm. I also left chunks of amethyst, like amethyst clusters. I left four there. So a few weeks ago, well, sorry, let me go back to the beginning. None of that was touched. I'd left it there and it had been months and and nothing seemed to go missing except for one of the marbles that I had put in the hollow of the tree. Uh, There were four marbles, uh, red, blue, blue green and yellow, and the yellow one went missing. So a week or so ago, I was just about to jump in my car to head out somewhere, and I noticed on the ground next to my car a marble. Now, it was one of those older school marbles. It wasn't a new one. It wasn't one of the ones that I had left at the gifting tree. It was a completely different one. Don't know where it came from, don't know how it got there. Flyboy didn't leave it there. We're the only two on this part of the farm. So I don't know how it got there for sure, but I'm thinking that perhaps it's a little gift from our hairy friends in return for the yellow marble that was taken from the hollow of the tree. So on New Year's Eve, Flyboy had to work until quite late and we were running around about 6.30 in the evening, packing up to head out bush to go camping. And I suddenly noticed on the ground near the caravan uh, a chunk of amethyst. It was an amethyst cluster that – and it was actually one of the pieces that I had left on the old dead tree that I call the gifting tree, same place where I left the marbles. I hadn't actually gone out there since New Year's Eve to check if one of those pieces that I'd left had gone missing, but I did actually make it out there yesterday and I discovered that not only was one of those pieces of amethyst missing, but the other three marbles that were in a hollow of the tree, plus the two braids that I'd made out of hair that i collected off my hairbrush, were missing altogether. They've gone. There's no sign of them around the old tree. There's no, no sign of them. They seem to have just disappeared into thin air. And one of the pieces of amethyst was missing. The other thing that's gone missing was also a little bag of clear quartz pieces that I had actually dug up from my back garden back down in Castlemaine. Uh, I had a, a little collection of quartz pieces and I'd left them out there in a little bag. That's in, in, a, in a different hollow in the same old dead tree. That's also gone missing as well. Obviously, you've got to, you've got to discount natural causes first marbles and the hair braids that were left in the hollow I'm finding it really hard to come up with any explanation Uh, I I don't know if a bird would be able to reach in there I mean a possum could probably reach in there I don't know if marbles and hair is something that they would be interested in Um, it's it's kind of high off the ground. It's not not something that a ground dweller would be able to get into. Um, It's really quite odd. And considering the other signs of hairy folk here on the farm that I've mentioned in the past, but we've had my dog being frightened a handful of times now in the evening. He doesn't get scared of much, but uh, he's been carrying on like he was really quite frightened of something and different to the way he might behave when there's a fox around or a possum around, this was quite different. I had also found a stick jammed into the ground. Uh, Again, could be natural causes. I think it's unlikely though. Just by the, the, the width of the stick it was and where it was positioned, it seemed unlikely that it had fallen from a tree and somehow managed to spear itself into the ground. I've also had, of course, my psychic friends uh, have visions of a couple of different Yowies here on the farm. One was a young male equivalent of a teenager and the other one was a female with a juvenile male. While I haven't necessarily had kind of a full mind speak situation with that female, I have seen her face in my mind Quite a few times now, and she's communicated with with uh, one of my psychic group, Mark, that she and her little one like to watch Flyboy fl- take off and land and fly around in his plane from the farm. So anyway, I there's I haven't heard, I haven't seen them with my eyes yet, or heard them with my ears, but. I suspect that the marbles and the and the hair braids and the amethyst are our hairy friends letting me know they're here at the farm. So as you can imagine, that is super duper exciting. I had actually been talking aloud to them and asked them for a really obvious sign, like nothing subtle. Uh, if you leave stick glyphs stick around here, there's so much bark and debris that are dropped by the uh, red gums that are on our property. It's really hard to tell if there might be a, a stick formation that could be a glyph of some kind. It's really hard to spot those and, and tell them apart from anything else on this in this particular area. So I've been talking aloud to them and saying, "Don't give me sticks. Give me something really obvious and in my face that is unmistakably a yowie." <laughs> so. I think we're, we're, we're getting closer and closer to, to a sign and, and the marbles and the hair braids and the amethyst are all pointing towards the fact that I've got at least one Yowie on my farm. So we're actually going to deep dive into the paranormal side of Yowies again this week. My guest is the amazing Karen Pinnock. She's a, she's a psychic medium, she's a healer, she's a channel, she's a yaoi experiencer and communicator. She does public mediumship readings and she teaches people how to use their clairvoyant abilities and yes, we've all got them. Karen wrote to me last year out of the blue and being the gifted psychic medium that she is, she already knew about the Yowie Mindspeak experiences that I'd been having, even though I hadn't mentioned them on the show at that stage. We had the most fascinating chat, during which my Yowie popped in to chat with us. It was absolutely mind-blowing, and I can't wait to share it with you. Karen could actually see him in front of her. It was very, very cool. Just for your information, my, the Yowie that I've been communicating with has a name He didn't want me to share it publicly. So I've now nicknamed him Donnie Doolagal. But when I spoke to Karen, and this was quite a few months ago now, I hadn't actually given him a nickname yet. So I did mention his name when I was talking to Karen. And so I've had to blank out the few times that I did mention his name in this chat. So let's jump into today's show. I can't wait to bring it to you. Here's Karen.
0: It's it's interesting when it comes to spirit, I've always been told my, my team spirit and my teacher who helped me to control my mediumship, she says, it doesn't matter where you are because I, I do public demonstration of readings. And she goes, you could be sitting there, you can give 10 readings and people will sort of respond back with a, oh, yeah, or a nod. They don't really respond much. And she says, you'll walk out of there thinking, well, what a waste of time that was. But she says, there'll be somebody else that was listening that you've planted the seed for. And it gets them thinking. And she goes, there is always someone you will help and you may never realise that you started a person on their journey. And after I rang Cade Show, I believe, it was a matter of I realised there was somebody that needed to hear my story. And it was actually quite a lot of healing for me too, surprisingly enough, to actually um, do it. Because when my first Yowie encounter... That I could remember at the time was back in the nineties, uh, just before my daughter was born, and every time it took me twenty-four years, I think it was, to go back to that spot. And we went down there. I took the kids down there and everything. And it was it's a lovely spot, absolutely lovely. But I still, as I'm driving down the road, all the hairs on the back of my neck started standing up, all the goosebumps down my arms. And it was like I was there again on the day that we had the rocks thrown at us and everything was amazing. But after speaking on the show, I've gone back down there again and it's not so bad. I can sort of yep, I survived this, yep, it's not so bad now, I can do this, I can do this. So these podcasts, people being able to tell their story is really making a difference. So you do a fantastic job having people being able to talk about their story. I felt the healing, how it helped me.
4: Oh, thank you, Karen. That That is something that people have reflected back to me few times that hearing someone else's story they'll they'll write to me and say thank you so much so and so you had on the show Uh, that helped me so much in in, uh, putting the pieces together in my own mind from my own experience and it helped heal some of that trauma and uh, I'm totally with you each guest that I have on I know that I know most of them they're not going to resonate with everybody but it's but it's for the people who it does resonate with, that yep. is is that's why it's there. Um, uh-huh. And and you, I, I remember you you sent me a, an email a couple of months back, and um, I was incredibly touched by your message from my Yowie uh, that he oh, passed yes. on through you, and and I that made it. That made a big difference to my life when you when you sent me that email. So it's it's oh, just little oh. things it's little things like that that you, you, you don't actually realise when you plant seeds in people what a big impact it has.
0: <laughs> yeah, very much so. Now I don't talk to a lot of people. Well, I've got my special groups that get me because I'm my father was a medium. Um, his fo- whole family. Uh, he's one of nine. My father only just passed away recently, but I remember as a little girl, Christmas Day, you'd have to go walk through the kitchen to go outside, and all my aunts would be there throwing bones, and doing readings. They were they had a bit of South African in them, white South Africa, and they'd be throwing the bones and doing readings on the table oh, wow. and my, my father would just grab my shoulders and keep pushing me out the door <laughs> <laughs> because I knew full well what was going on. Way back then when I was a real little girl, I understood what they were doing. No one else did, but I did. I knew. And it's so I sort of grew up with it, but my mother was a very strict Catholic. So you had my father that saw things my mother that no, don't do this, but my mother always gets there, and she goes, "If your father says there's something wrong there, it's true." Apparently, <laughs> isn't that, isn't whatever, <laughs> my, yeah, whatever my father said, oh, this is going to happen, it happened. Um, there was no question. My mother, she didn't understand it. She goes, "If your father says it, it's going to happen," and it always did. It always did. But like now, uh, all my children have got the gift. And my son is a Yowie magnet. He goes into the bush and he he'll have them all around him as well. you know oh, wow. they're, and they're closer to civilization than people realize.
4: Yes I, that, that I I definitely agree with considering the amount of people that I've interviewed and some of those interviews have been very close into urban populations.
0: Yeah Yeah. There is, there is cheeky little things, I must admit. <laughs> well, cheeky big things, I should say. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's very true. And so but, you guys are over – so your son, is he in – you're in the um, – do you mind if I mention where you are?
0: I'm in Rosedale now, so I'm in East Gippsland. I'm in Rosedale, East Gippsland.
4: Right. And so is your son going out bush there um, and coming across some of our hairy friends while he's out there?
0: Yeah, well, it was just recently we went up to a place called Cooper's Creek, which is near Wahella in Victoria. It's Mm -hmm. an old gold mining town. And this was probably only about six, eight weeks ago. And there was no one else there. We just went up, did a little bit of fishing, lit a fire, and you could hear them walking around and of course I could sense them and even my son's coming back and he's going weird things happening mum weird things is happening (laughs) (laughs) because it does it's weird things do tend to happen and he was getting like he was fishing down at the river and he'd put his gear down and he goes I know it was arm's length on my right side and he goes I turned around it's all gone and oh. he goes, there's nothing there. And so, you know, he says, I've stood up, I've looked around and I'm just sitting there. Where could it go? And then he sat back down, looked over and there it is.
4: Oh, how strange. How yeah, it so. They're, they're playing with him, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're playing with him. They're constantly hiding stuff and just sort of shifting stuff and, and then he'd hear a voice, you know, a really deep voice in his head. Hello, friend. Oh, that's
4: beautiful. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) How does he react when he hears that sort of a, a voice in his head? I guess with you as you as his mum, he's he's not as phased as he might be if he didn't have you as his mum.
0: He does get scared sometimes. He's a lot better when I'm there. Yeah, you know, I've I've taught them my gifts, I've taught them how to protect themselves, how to communicate with spirit, but it's always, Mum, can you do it? Mum, can you do it? (laughs) Can you fix (laughs) this?
4: No, No, you've got to learn how to do it yourself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we have the Yowie encounters. We've had many UFO encounters, Uh, general cryptics. um, Well, I don't know if you'd call them cryptic. But I've seen a lot of, um, yeah... A lot of Aboriginal spirit animals oh. that I I've never seen them physically on the earth, but I've seen them psychically. Where you can the animals are there, and I couldn't tell you what they are. Where it's sort of um, there was one place. Uh, I'm just trying to remember where it is. It was in Gippsland here somewhere, and it was it was probably the size. Of an elephant. It's the biggest animal I can think of but it wasn't an elephant and it was on four legs and all of us saw it and you could see through it as well so it wasn't solid but it had had a long real long bushy tail and um, it was longer legs. I can't remember what the head was like at the moment, but this thing just walked across the road in front of us and we could all the the headlights of the four-wheel drive was going through it, but this thing walked in front of us and we're all sort of, what's that, what's that? And I just got an Aboriginal spirit. That's one of the spirits that walk walk our plane and they look after nature, but I, I couldn't tell you what it is.
4: That is so interesting. I haven't heard of that before. Like a a spirit, it's in spirit form, but it's an animal that you don't recognise. But it's massive, from the sounds of it. Yeah, Uh, how
0: there's nothing physical upon this earth plane anything like it.
4: Right,
0: and it it would have been about the size of an elephant, but it but it had like a horse's tail and a smaller mass of a body, longer legs. I can't at the moment. I cannot for the life of me from memory. I think it did have sort of um, had a bit of a head like a cow. I right. think it was from memory, something like that. It was sort of a buffy head of a cow, cattle. Yeah. But yeah, it just strolled in front of the car.
4: And did it give you a feeling of uh, good or you know positive or negative it was or neutral?
0: No, it was good. It was to do. It was the balance of the earth. I got that bit, and I got that it was um, one of the, because the Aboriginals have many spirits that are in the dream world and I knew it was one of those and it was to to balance, to balance the earth on some level. And it's, yeah, funny little things like that. They happen to us all the time and it's, sometimes I forget all about them because they're so natural to us. You know, often one of my kids will come, they've been in the supermarket and they've got home and sort of, hold on, that person that was talking to me had no legs. <laughs> it's not until afterwards they've thought about the scenario and realised that person was actually floating there.
4: Right. So it was a spirit. Yeah,
0: yeah it's a spirit that's talked to them in a the supermarket. Oh, so God. we have all, all sorts of where a lot of people, oh, you couldn't have all this happen to you. Well, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it naturally happens to us. We're in that, we're open to it and you, you can... You can't shut it off. Once you see it, you can't shut it off. But you can control to protection yourself protect yourself and control who talks to you and when they talk to you.
4: How do you how do you do that? How do you protect yourself, or or even just control what you're seeing? Do you visualise certain things? No. Well,
0: I, well, being a medium. I know I've got my guardian and I've got my doorkeeper. Mm -hmm. And you have to have a communication with those two. They're your main ones. And my doorkeeper, sometimes I think he needs a, a holiday because I'm sort of, I'm always looking and curious at everything. But he's got a set of rules as to when spirit are allowed to connect with me. Uh, he's got a set of rules. He know, you know, I talk to my guides every night before I go to bed and the condition is to protect me on all levels, dimension, space and time. So when I leave my body, as we all do, we go out onto the astral plane, um, my guardian will go with me. And there's a team that's under the guidance of my doorkeeper that protects my physical body.
4: And how did and you, that... sorry, go on.
0: So everyone's got the guardian with them. Not everyone has a doorkeeper, but you can ask for a doorkeeper to come. You know, um, you can ask for animals. I have a lot of animals in spirit that come around for protection as well. They, so pre- they
4: it, protect you?
0: Yeah. They come in on the frequencies. We resonate as a frequency. Yep. So universal law is like attracts like. Yes. So you will attract that frequency to you. And they're always keen to be of service to help in any way. And yeah.
4: How how did you how did you discover the, the the guardian and the doorkeeper? Can you when when you can you actually see them? What kind of being are they? I can't see my guardian,
0: but I know the feeling. Yeah. And I've known that feeling ever since I was a little girl, when I met a mediumship teacher and for the first time she sat me down and made me a cup of tea and all the voices stopped and I was actually sitting on this stool with a cup of tea terrified and she just looked at me and smiled she goes, I've stopped them, haven't I? And sort of, yes. <laughs> and she says, I'll teach you to do this as well. And as I sat development circle with her, I got to know because one of the things is as a teacher we ask, I'll ask my guardian to come to my left shoulder and I asked my guardian to come to my left shoulder and I asked for a thing called a calling card and this is how I was taught. This is old spiritualist teachings. And I asked the guardian to give me a calling card and that could be a tug of the hair, it could be a pain, it could be a flash of colour, just a, uh, a hand touching the side of your face, it could be anything. It takes a while. And all my students sometimes, I didn't get anything. You've got to keep asking and it does come. As soon as I got my calling card when I was sitting development circle, it all just flashed back and said, oh, my God, I remember you. I remember you as a young child. I remembered the energy immediately. So I know they've been with me for a long time. I do the same too with my doorkeeper when I'm teaching. I tell everyone to call their doorkeeper to their right shoulder and do the same thing. You ask for a calling card. And this is part of the protection to start learning who is actually around you. There are so many people out there that are getting messages 24-7 And they don't actually realise that these thoughts that they're having are actually coming from spirit. Mm -hmm. And once you start communicating with spirit, you need to know who you're communicating with. Yes. And, yeah, very important. This is part of the protection. And when you start to learn who your guardian and your doorkeeper are and the protection starts to build up around you... These nonsense spirit that are constantly talking to you can't get through anymore. So now that I've got my protection in place, I don't have all this nonsense busy head all the time. So you'll know once you've got all of these thoughts constantly going in a loop around in your mind, it's often because there's an annoying little low-level attachment following you around, feeding off your energy.
4: Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Absolutely. So the guardian and the doorkeeper can are not necessarily. I mean, obviously, this is you're seeing this in your in your mind's eye and your third eye. Are they beings from well another planet? I don't know whether I'm actually a little bit confused now whether there are planets or not because are things simply just other dimensions? Are they actually physical? planets out there that we're, that other beings come from or are they other dimensions?
0: I believe it's both. That's both. my opinion. Right. I believe there are planets out there, but um, I'm fascinated with quantum science.
4: Yes, me too.
0: Because yeah. the quantum physics now is it's just a moment. They have the technology to move through the dimensions to get to us much faster. Whereas we need to be physical, we're still on a lower kindergarten level so to speak compared to the universe Mm. so we're looking at mechanical means to actually reach out to go to them example go to the moon etc etc where they have the technology where they can actually fold space and be here in a moment but I'm I'm actually being told at the moment I've got an Arcturian guide with me and she's informing me there are also portals that they use now we've got portals here too on this plane of existence as well and same thing, they are using them, but they can, oh, don't show me, tell me. Um, she's saying they have the technology to ask for the portal to come to them or they just know where the portals are and then travel through oh, as okay. well. That is a means of travel for them as well. Yeah. And, and this comes down to she's sorry, she's explaining very quickly. That's why sometimes things disappear so quickly, because in actual fact they've entered the portal.
4: Would that be how our hairy friends move around too with those yes. portals? Yeah, yeah because very there's very much so. So many instances of them disappearing, or there's a maybe a couple of footprints, but then the, the track disappears.
0: Yes. This is very much so. I'll actually send you a photo a little bit later. I was just in, I've got a brand new phone one day and I'm sitting at the school bus stop waiting for the kids and I was told, I'll just take some photos. So I get out of the car and I'm just randomly click, 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 Forgot all about it about a week later. Spirit said to me, you haven't gone through those photos yet. And I'm so, oh, yeah, flick through as you do on the, and they're going, expand them, expand them. And there it is when I've taken it out because I used to live in, in dairy farm area. One of the photos, way down the back paddock, as I've expanded it out, there's a head of what looks like a yowie and the hands are light. They're opening what I believe they're either opening or closing a portal.
4: <laughs> right.
0: So I'll send you the
4: photo. Yes, I'd love to see that. I'm, I'm interested in this process and I, I'm, I'm guessing maybe that some of mm, the listeners would be interested in how – you how does one work out who your guides are? Do you, uh, do, you, do you need to attend a, a class to learn how to do that or is it something? Um, Personally, yes.. Yep.
0: I believe you should be under the guidance of a teacher. You're playing with energies that you know not everyone can see. I like, like I just started a new development circle this weekend. And it's a matter of what you've got to do, you call the guardian to the left shoulder, doorkeeper to the right shoulder, get calling cards. And that's what you've got to do. Now, I'm the facilitator of the class. I have a teacher in the spirit realm that comes forward and he is making sure that it is the guardian that's going to the left shoulder, It is the doorkeeper Mm. that's going to the right shoulder. And then when we did clairvoyance, my teacher was making sure that it was a guide for clairvoyance that was coming in. Not only are we physically sitting in the development circle, there are also spirit that attend the development circle that wish to learn to be of service for mediums.
4: Ah, I like that idea too.
0: Yes. And there's also um, spirit blending with the aura is not really the correct way to do mediumship. There is actually points of attachment along our spine where spirit should attach to communicate safely, not damaging our physical body. And that's the other reason why it's important to sit a development circle. I find it a little frustrating that a lot of people don't know this information. Communication with spirit is through our nervous system and if it's not done correctly correctly, a lot of mediums end up in losing the plot. Right. Okay? Yeah. Yes, because there is a correct way to work with spirit and there is an incorrect way to work with spirit. Working with spirit can be extremely dangerous.
4: Well, yeah, yes, I I was aware of that, particularly due to my my friend who is a a shaman. Um, I was aware that, well, he, he... you can get into some pretty messy, uh, dangerous situations. Uh, He knows what he's doing, but there are many nefarious spirits out there as well as good ones. Yes, yes, Um, very much so. Definitely you need to know who you're dealing with because they can pretend to be something.
0: Uh, I call them chameleons. There's a lot of chameleons out there in the spirit realm. Yes. Yes.
4: And so if you have... If you've got a particular calling card with your particular guardian or or doorkeeper, can another spirit imitate that calling card to try and convince you that it's one of your trusted advisors?
0: Well, it's interesting. This happened to my student probably, one of my students, about 12 months ago. He'd only been sitting in the development circle probably about six months and... To me, uh, the discipline of knowing this is one of the first and foremost things you must learn. And he got his calling card and he was really pleased. He was getting his discipline and his apparel worked out with his guides. He went over to South Australia and he had a, he saw actually a UFO when he was over in South Australia. And he said when they got back to the house, things just Weren't right. He had this headache, and and he goes. He thought of me. I'm always saying, don't let them notice. You've noticed them. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. And he goes. Oh my God. They noticed me. That I saw them, and they and they had these entities had followed him back to the house. And I've taught him how to clear himself. That's one of the other things I teach in class. So he started going through and he sat down and he called his guardian to his left shoulder and he goes, this isn't right. It was trying to mimic and he said it was just wasn't right. He said it was similar but it wasn't right and that's, There was an important lesson for him. He goes, he realised at that moment that he needed help. He didn't have the experience. So, of course, I got the phone call. But (laughs) it was trying to mimic. It knew it was reading my students' thoughts as to what he was looking for in a calling card.
4: Right. Yes. Okay. But there was still something not quite right that he could sense about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah and i and i said that's what it's, that's what i mean you must you must get the calling card and they are the calling cards are the same all the time this once it's established you'll know it and yes. if it's and it's slight when if it's slightly different and this is how my student said it was just that real slight little thing and i said what was it did it feel different goes, he said it was frequency it was something to do with the frequency it wasn't right
4: so i get this is something I've noticed and I didn't know about calling cards, but I, when my Yowie connects with me, when there's a real connection happening, mm. I, my throat chokes up like I'm, like I've got, I'm about to cry and yeah. my, and I, and I get tears in my eyes. I'm not about to, you know, I'm not crying, but all of a sudden I feel like I'm about to, and my throat gets tight, and my eyes start watering. Yeah. Um, And that's, that's I, when I know it's him. That's when I know he's really connected with me. Is is that happens? Yeah. So, with that, that would be, I guess. That's
0: very much s- a calling a card. Calling yes. Card. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, when spirit truly does connect with you, you're normally uh, a cry. Very often when the first connection's made, your eyes will tear up Mm -hmm. because it's a natural response the body does when you have the unconditional love.
4: Right, yes. When they
0: connect to you.
4: Oh, that's beautiful. A friend of mine was doing a, a, she did, we both did actually, an energy clearing course. It's based around the Chinese medicine fields of water, wood, earth metal metal fire, fire metal or something like that. yeah yeah um so it's based her and then you integrate the changes and then you do grounding after that and and the, i think the first one is you clear disturbing effects of others um and so she was doing a clearing on me a couple of months ago and she all of a sudden started choking up and she said i've got this like warm it feels like a big warm hand on my back and i started choking up and i knew that's that's my yaoi was there and he yeah. he was making sure i think this is how i felt he felt some somebody else messing around in my energy yeah there and, yeah. and he he was there with his hand on my because i told her, i didn't tell her beforehand but i told her afterwards that i often get an image of his hand on my back um, as a comforting you know, protection thing. And um and she started feeling this big warm hand on my on my energetic back. <laughs> um yeah. but I knew I I knew as soon as she choked up and I did, I thought, oh it's him. That's that's yeah, that's him. him. Yeah.
0: Exactly right. Yes. I can um he's looking at me through my window. I'm sitting on my bed at the moment and I can see him through my mind's eye.
4: You can see and- my Yowie. Yeah, yeah.
0: he's a very big man. He's huge. He's He's huge. Yeah, and he's he's got some grey going around his face and around his forehead, and it's like he's got a bit of a strip of grey on his. I'm just trying to work it out. I've got opposites. It's on his left side. He's got a this strip of grey, and in. It's funny, he's he's quite proud of it and he wants you to know about it.
4: Oh, it's, it's because I've got two streaks of grey on my hair, on my head. Oh, um, is that what it is? I'm just, that's okay. what I thought of because I'm, I'm quite proud of mine too. <laughs> yeah,
0: so he, yeah. he's wanting you to acknowledge, yeah. He, he keeps pointing out this strip of grey and I'm thinking, okay, I'll pass it on. Okay, <laughs> so that makes sense to you. All oh,
4: right. Oh, that's funny. Like it's, it's like a... Uh, a, a wisdom and a getting older thing. And I'm, I'm trying, you know, I turned 50 last year and I'm trying to keep my mindset on instead of feeling like, oh, I'm getting old and this is a drag, everything's falling apart, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> which, you know, that, that everyone goes through that. Um, I have been trying to switch it around and go, no, well, the alternative is being dead and I'd rather be alive. And actually... Spiritually and emotionally, I am a thousand times better now than I was when I was 20. So, yes. um, maybe that's what he's trying to say is mm. that uh, th- th- be proud of where you are and what you've accomplished, yeah, maybe. Very much so, yes. Oh, yes. bless his cotton socks. <laughs> oh, he's just the, the feeling of the, the feelings of love that I get from him is. I'm almost overwhelmed because it's a feeling of, oh, my God, I'm so not worthy of this. <laughs> what have I done to deserve this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's some, something about a bit of land, if I may, please. There's something about some land that you walk on. Yeah. And um, you've had a fire burning there. It's not a fire pit but you've lit a fire there. Um, and what I've been showing, I believe it's your partner, your, your partner, and you've lit a fire somewhere and it's on this land and you've got to build a bit of bush around you, and there's water not far away. Do you recognize a place like this?
4: I'm thinking it could either be the farm that we live on. Um, mm-hmm. e- e- are you talking about a big fire or a campfire? No, a
0: bit of a campfire. Oh, it's a big campfire that you've sort of had one night.
4: Yeah, we're, we're, that, that could either be here on the farm. Uh, because we have dams and, th- you know, we have a few dams on the farm. We, we've lit a lot of f- fires here and some big ones. But we've also, just a few kilometres away, uh, we've camped quite a few times on the Murray River uh, and where we've had big campfires.
0: I'll have to work on it a little bit more. I think it's, it's your farm uh, where you have a – often will light a fire. And yeah. he wants – I'm not quite understanding him. Okay, there's some crystals you need to plant out. Oh,
4: he wants okay. The...
0: Yep. And it's like you've got to do a bit of a crystal grid. Now you've put the uh, you've created the element of fire. Yeah. So and there's you've got water nearby from this fire. Yes. So there's that other element as well. And he's saying there's a structure. So there's the metal, but the minerals are also in the rocks. And he's sort of, get yourselves, um, he's just sort of, just a quartz crystal. He's happy with that. Just put them around a little bit.
4: And put, and them, in, it, put them in the ground? or just yeah, if you want to. Yep.
0: Yep, if you want to. Well, uh, I'm not getting an exact, because when I said quartz crystal, then I saw an amethyst and all of these, but they're not natural to us. I tend to, my Aboriginal guy that's coming through, he tends to like, work with what the land has, but there's been earth moved around and it just needs to be readjusted to balance. Mm, okay. and, and what yeah. the yeah what your Yowie friend is telling me is what it'll actually do is create your lot of circle of protection oh, because okay. you're putting all of the earth elements correctly back in their place.
4: Right. I actually do have um, at the other house uh, in Castlemaine where I I was spending most of my time up until about a year ago. Um, I've dug up quite a few little clear quartz crystals from my back garden because um, it was it oh, okay. was a gold mining area. It's actually where the gold rush started was in this particular area in Chuton. Um and so I've got a handful of those that I can I can around here where, and we do have a, a structure because we've built uh, we have a caravan but we built a roof like a skillion shed roof um, as a bit of shelter above the fire that we have oh, um, yeah. so that could be what he's he's talking about um, I, I would it's, it's I've got this burning desire to see him and meet him and I, I don't know if you can ask him but would he I, I would love to see him um, I haven't seen I've actually never seen a Yaoi. Um, I see them in my third eye. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't get a clear picture of his face like that though I see his outline and I see a big shoulder and I see his hands uh, but I haven't actually seen the detail on his face.
0: No because he keeps turning and moving that's why it's part of his is still yes he's communicating but he's also staying as true to what he is as a species Mm -hmm. and it's not for him. See, I'm only just getting very quick flashes of him.
4: Oh, yes. Very quick
0: flashes. But I'm feeling him. I know he's there. I know he's just out there. And it's interesting because I have a Yowie family in spirit with me as well. So they're the other side making sure that he's not coming any closer oh. to me. <laughs> it's sort of okay. I worked out before, must be different tribes. <laughs> They've acknowledged <laughs> each other, but he knows that he's got a like I'm looking at my bedroom window and he's still probably about 30 feet away. All
4: right. And he's and there I'm... on the astral because yes. he is actually a physical being. That's why that's well, what I... my friend Daryl the shaman has. He gets – he sees him very clearly a lot of the time, but he says he actually is a he's a real physical being. I remember you mentioned in your email to me that you sensed that as well, that he was actually in the physical – he can move yeah. around on that astral plane, but um, he's, he's a real physical, alive now being as well.
0: Yeah, well – at the moment I'm not 100% sure but I get mm-hmm. a yes. Mm-hmm. Um Do what I- I'm being what I'm being told is you have had two actually that have communicated with you and now it's come down to this gentleman of a Yowie. Yeah. You actually had two communicating with you, one who is very physical and didn't go into the astral very much and he and I'm being told that he is far north Queensland. Is up in Queensland.
4: Right, yes.
0: Does, does that make sense yeah, to you? With this, this gentleman's actually closer to you. <laughs> he's been wanting to call it a gentleman. Uh, <laughs> this <it's laughs> Yowie. But he's um, very spiritual.
4: Back when I first connected with him in these shamanic journeys with Daryl, he, he showed me an image of a campfire and then I saw, I recognised the place as... The base camp that I was using with the Australian Yowie Research Group, and I could see an image of all of the boys and me. So it was like I was I was looking at me from back in the forest, and and mm-hmm. I could see me and the other boys. So I got the feeling that he was actually there, and that's Southeast Queensland. Actually, that's the Gold yeah. Coast hinterland. That's the feeling yeah, I've got.
0: Yeah, I'm being told he was spiritually, yes. Yes and he showed him he was he was showing silhouettes of him as he moved yes. in and out to you. Yeah. So I'm seeing him sort of was like a quick flash of something and you're thinking oh what was that? Yeah. Or sort of like a a heat haze shimmer.
4: Yeah.
0: is what he's showing me and he was walking around the camp. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But there was also he was communicating with a young male that was actually watching. The entire group up there. So he was actually communicating with a young male.
4: Ah, okay. Now
0: he's um, um. I'm being told somebody was leaving marbles.
4: Yeah, Gary. Think... Gary was leaving oh, marbles. Yep.
0: Okay. He's 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 wanting to connect some with Gary. Thing. Oh,
4: Gary would be over the moon with that. Gary's oh, been I trying just... to connect with them uh, a lot. Gary would be very excited by that news. Yeah, so if you can pass that on. All... I will. Oh,
0: I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, so he's not down here in Victoria. He's Yes, he is. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Well, he can be
0: wherever <laughs> he wants to be.
4: Oh, well, yeah, 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 of course. Um, I
0: can tell you a little bit more about him. He we're, We've been trying to work out age. He's not sure if he's about 65 years of our age or 75 years of our age. He's... He's a senior gentleman. That's where the gentleman was coming in before. He's using it. He's sort of doing that with a bit of tongue and cheek, um, <laughs> but he's he's now he, he's he's sort of the head of the clan. He's one that brings wisdom. Yeah. He desigate, uh, designates to other Yaois as to bring balance very much on the spiritual path he goes to those and you is connected with you because you're on that spiritual journey and you're getting your word out there and this is also the same the gentleman with the marbles is on a particular spiritual journey as well
4: absolutely he is
0: and it's very important that he knows this and don't he's saying there's a message for him that don't doubt what he's doing because there are people that have, they're saying people have doubted him and people have tried to say, oh, don't do that, don't do that. Yeah. That's wrong. But no, he's to be told. He's not doubting but he feels insecure at times even though he's a big, big sort of, yep, yeah, I'm tough. A
4: big guy, yeah. He is a big, tough guy, yep.
0: Great things are coming forward for you. I've just been told oh, that's by nice. your little thing. And um, if you'd pass on, Gary, did you say? If yes, you pass I on, will. yes. Um, just very quickly, he's going to have the connection with the Yowie, but there's also a connection with an Arcturian. Ah,
4: oh, cool he, for
0: Gary. Yes. Oh, fantastic. A connection with an Arcturian being. Okay, which um, if he if he's happy to do that on a healing level, so I'll just um.
4: Leave it at that. <laughs> oh, he will be. Would you be okay if I, um, for him to call you? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Oh, that's fine. I'll get him to to um to give you a call. He would be so excited yeah. when he was going to be so excited when I tell him this, and he really <laughs> is into. He's been looking into for the last few years the CE five, uh, ET contact, like wanting to oh. reach out to other other ET beings as well.
0: Yeah, I was given a meditation yeah. for that. It's absolutely fantastic to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah.
4: So how how can I strengthen the contact with other Yowie people who are around me? I Nothing can be forced. Yeah. It's all
0: the most important thing is you walk your path. You walk your talk. And that is what you are doing. And you've had just a massive release with you stepping away and now you are on your truth talk walk. <laughs> Yeah. All right.
4: Yeah.
0: And that's oh, I'm getting emotional. The most important thing is you can work from your heart. That is your truth. Is your heart center, and your mind will get there and sort of oh, don't do this. Don't, blah, blah. No, get out of your head. Always come from your heart. That is your truth. That is where you are meant to be, meant to be. That is your higher self. It is your guidance system leads you to where you're meant to be, who you are meant to come in contact with is through your heart. You work there and the connection, you've already got the connection. He's telling me I'm being told off here. <laughs> you've already got the connection. <laughs> you're the one that's holding yourself back. But you've been through some transition, he's telling me over the last few weeks, and it's just going to be a moment of settling down Now, to close down from spirit, okay, I want you to visualize in your mind's eye a box or a wardrobe and inside it is a beautiful, comfy, molded seat in there. It's a lovely dark blue or purple or green velvet all fully lined in there and it's just molded just for you. I've got a box that I hop in and it's got a little side door and a lid. So, I hop in it And I want you to shut the door or pull the lid down. Okay, so you are now hiding in a little box and no one in the spirit realm can see you. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I am totally safe. I am totally secure and free from intrusion. And that's as simple as that. Now, if you want to, if you feel as though the more you vibrate higher, You'll need to put yourself in a gold seal as well. Now, what I tell my students to do is, like, I'm in my box, I've got my gold seal, and then I have the colour black, not darkness, the colour black around that gold so no one is drawn to my attention. And then, because we are light, we are like insect zappers. The higher we vibrate, we are first and foremost healers. So any lost souls that are walking past or you're at the supermarket, they will just come to you like an insect to the light. And this is why my guides have taught me to put the black around, not darkness, black, put that around. No one can see my light. My nervous system and everything is recovering. It's having a rest. And,
4: yeah, does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I love it. And so do I need to be doing that regularly, visualising that, I mean, every day, most days, I I visualise a white, kind of white light around me, like a protective bubble? Yeah, yeah, you could do that.
0: I prefer a gold bubble, personally, Yep. and I fill it with rainbow colours, so then all of my chakras are getting a a dose of colour.
4: Ah, that's a good idea, I like that.
0: Yes, yeah, so I have a I like have a multiple of colors uh, f- fluctuating within my little seal of gold.
4: Oh, that's cool. Actually, um, one of the one of my lovely guests who was on last year, Rita Antaria, who's also a medium and psychic. She visualizes like a like one of those snow domes that you shake up and has all the, the this glittering snow, but she all the little bits of snow are mirrors. And so yes. it sort of reflects back out. So anyone sending stuff at you gets it reflected back at them.
0: Yeah. You can do that as well if you want to put mirrors around you. Yeah. Yeah. But I've, I've found over the last few years, I would always put mirrors up everywhere, but I've also found that spirit, look for mirrors on the spirit realm. Right. Mm. So my friend and I, who is another medium, um, we've sort of learned, oh, let's try these different things. You have the, there is a dark side out there, whether we like it or not, there is a dark side. Yeah. And we do have to have a balance, which is hard to understand, but we, it's another story again. But we've found that a lot of things with the dark side, it's actually learning some of our tricks and they look for our tricks.
4: Mm-hmm right
0: So you've got to be we, we just recently um, cleared a house and um, it was about two weeks ago and all of the situation in the house was caused by a, a so-called medium that charged1800. dollars I was absolutely disgusted. They charged $1800 dollars to go into this house and so-called clear it. Oh my God! And uh, it caused the woman so many problems. The daughter got sick. Everything. Uh, the whole place got worse. It was okay for about a week when this woman went in, and we had to go fix it, fix it all up. But it was interesting because that's where we learned. It was only a couple of weeks ago that we learned about the mirrors. The w- lady had a mirror, had mirrors around her house. And when we went there to clear it, we found the spirit were looking for all of the mirrors and they were actually using the mirrors as portals.
4: Yeah, yes. I just spoke to someone in Sweden who has a a portal that's a mirror, a mirror that's a portal, Mm -hmm. and her daughter has seen demons looking through the mirror at her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was, um, it was quite amazing, actually, what we found in this house. We saw psychic cameras in every room. There were – Spirit had surveillance cameras on this oh. family. How we do could, you
4: – and so you could see – is that something physical you see? I mean, obviously, you, you, you're seeing that in your mind's eye, but are you – does it look like a camera or is it something – Yes, it looks like a camera. looked like a camera. Right. It looked like a camera. It was – it was truly
0: amazing. The two the two of us, well there's three of us, we always work in threes. We actually had to go down the coffee shop, have a cup of coffee and reevaluate. We'd never seen some of the things that were put into this house we'd never seen before. Yeah.
4: Do you get but a sense I'm off track again. No, 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 you're <laughs> right. This is so fascinating. Um do you get a sense of how of... What kind of beings had placed those there? Are we talking ET beings? Are we talking uh, ETs? ETs. ET. Yeah. Yeah. Were they were they being abducted regularly, or was there some connection? Why were they so focused on this family?
0: I feel as though uh, I, there was. There didn't seem to be an abduction, but I think there was. It was mischief. Something that we're finding a lot of people that are putting down as I. My guide's just saying they're lab rats. Ah. They're an experiment for the ETs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. We're finding a lot of people that say I've got a demonic presence in my house, it's actually an ET messing with them. Right. It's actually ETs slamming the doors. It's actually ETs shifting things, creating the mist.
4: Rather than a a real ghost as such.
0: Yeah, yes. Oh. We've actually found that a little bit of light. right? But that's a, that's another that's another afternoon.
4: Chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so we'll, let's go just go back to yowies for a minute because that's my favourite. Okay. There's a few yowies that I've had contact with. There's another one who I actually held hands with him, and his name's his nickname is Big Red. He's also up in the Witherin Gold Coast hinterland area. Oh, he's physically
0: seen a lot, I'm being told.
4: Yes, he's so he's he is physically seen a lot. There's lots of reports who've seen this this gorgeous big, he's massive. Um, he's gorgeous, he's beautiful, and uh, he's also very loving, a bit more strong and silent than he's not quite as playful as he's actually quite playful and funny as well. Yes, whereas whereas Big Red's a little bit more serious. His real name, I think, is. Gary seems. Gary heard from someone else that someone else had connected with him and that his real name is... But his nickname's Red, Big Red. And no, I, he likes Big Red. He likes it because he, he said to my shaman friend, Daryl, and Big Red turned up to help Daryl in one of his exorcisms, Get Rid of a Demon. And since oh, then wow. they, they regularly turn up together as kind of bodyguards for him while he's doing his yeah. work. It's so cool. Um, but Red said to him in actual words, I'm Witherin Red. And Witherin is the the, the the place where there's a very famous sighting that, that AYR published and, and it was oh. a truck driver who was driving his truck, Big Red. Kind of jumps down an embankment right into the path of the truck, and this guy had to slam on his brakes and coast, like stop. Managed to stop, but a oh. meter away from red, and yes, red smacked that the, one. Yes. the bonnet of the, the truck. And, and I had a, I visualized big red actually patted the ground and got me to sit down next to him, uh, and then on the other side, and we sort of held hands in a circle, the three of us, and my mm-hmm. hand, my real hands, heated up. And yeah. got tingly and hot um, just holding their hands it was really quite amazing um but I just wondered is is he someone has he kind of gotten in touch with you do you see him?
0: I'm seeing him now he's oh, absolutely he? gorgeous
2: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know he's um he's really cocky actually I know you said he's is <laughs> more serious but um it's like he's done the... If you're into, uh, oh, what's his name? Stark, you know, the um, Avengers movie?
4: Yes.
0: You know how, um, oh, what's his name? I the Stark I... guy. I haven't seen it, the, go- the guy in a bodysuit, he does this when he lands, the way he lands, and it's like this big red has done the land. He's <laughs> jumped f- and done this, you know, awesome land, <laughs> how he's landed on the road. This is what he's sort of showing me.
2: Oh, my God, that's awesome.
4: And then
0: he stood up there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, how funny.
0: But it's a, it reminds me of this particular Avenger movie where this um, Stark guy is in a suit and the way he lands on the ground, you know, it's one knee down, one up, and sort of, yep, you know, it's yep. the perfect stand. And this is sort of this yowie, that's what he's showing me in my mind's eye. <laughs> that's He's come off the cliff on the right side and come down
4: that's exactly right. He did come off. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> How funny, yeah, Mark. Seeing. But Mark, he's a beautiful specimen. Yeah. He is beautiful. Yeah, Darrell seemed to think that both and Red. Red, I think, is a bit taller than, but they're both yes. tw- twelve foot. Like yeah. they're, they're really big beings. M- I had one night here. My dog was uh, here on the farm. My dog was barking and carrying on more than he usually does and we've got quite a few foxes around so uh, at first I thought it, must it wasn't be foxes. a fox no it wasn't a <laughs> fox <laughs> it wasn't a fox he was because my husband went out there and he came back and he said that's funny he's actually a little bit frightened and I went oh and I said that I reckon we've got a yowie around because nothing else would hmm. frighten him and I told my my other spiritual healer friend Mark that and Mark talks to the yowie people all the time and uh he said, oh, he said, I got a vision when you told me that. I got a vision of a young, maybe oh, five, a five-footer, young male teenager, mm. sort of, juvenile, yeah. and that mum and dad weren't, were a couple of kilometres away, but they weren't that far away, and that, that, that the young ones can roam three to four kilometres away from mum and dad when they're juveniles, not when they're obviously little babies, but when they're his yeah. age. Mark got this strong feeling that it was a teenager who'd just come to check us out. Yeah. Um, so is that what you're getting too? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, and so I very much so. I got the feeling. And he's very dark. There's not
0: much red in his fur. He's actually quite dark. It's like he hasn't got his maturity hair. Right. That's how they're describing it to me. Yeah. So he's sort of yes, he's in puberty, but he's he's not quite the adult.
4: Right. Right. And the
0: red comes out apparently more. And the gingers come out more the older they are. Oh, how interesting. I just got that.
4: That's really interesting. So what so would be is what colour is he? Is he really red, like big red, or is he
0: No is it No, he's not. He has flicks of red. and oh, of course yep. the grey. The streaks mm-hmm. of grey. The gray. streak of grey. So where was
4: the, and the grey streak, was that on the top of his head or down the side so, down his side? Or where's the streak of grey? On the left side. Down his left? Up above
0: the eyebrow. Okay. Up on the side. So up the top but on the side on the left.
4: Yeah. Okay. On the left, and on the top. Mm-hmm. So he's a dark, he's more of a dark brown. Yes. yes. But he does have, the, when the
0: sunlight's on him, he, he does have that real, it's not a copper, more of a real burgundy.
4: Yes. Yes. that's uh, you're, you're describing exactly, I've, I see that burgundy colour, but Daryl mm-hmm. has also because he sees he sees him a lot clearer than I do because he works in that realm uh, and he's yeah. very gifted psychically um so he sees in three d color movie kind of thing where I, I don't necessarily always get that much detail oh that's so cool did is what colour is his are his eyes? can you see that or do, can he does he mind me asking uh, he's, uh, they're
0: very dark
4: they're dark, very dark dark eyes or something.
0: I would say it's a really dark green. Dark green. It's a green. I yeah. thought
4: because my you know what my first feeling was? It's sort that of a they hazel. Were a hazel. Green. Oh my god, that's exactly what that's what I thought from the beginning, that he had hazel eyes. And then I thought, oh no, maybe maybe I was wrong. But I, I got
0: really dark. That's really Yeah, it's a it's a hazel, but they're really dark. Hazel Green mm.
4: and so when I when I think of him sometimes I get he's got a female his, his wife his missus and they have a they have a a child um, a, a male child. She's quite dark I feel. Um,
0: she's much younger
4: yeah but she's, she's much, very
0: she, he protects her yeah yeah,
4: yeah she's so very lovely. Much. I've kind of nicknamed her Layla, but I, don't, I have actually haven't asked her her name yet um, but mm. she's so sweet when I when I had I had a car accident last year, and um, when I reconnected in with them after that, they both like enveloped me in their arms, and she healing. took she took my face in her hands and was like, "Oh my, mm. you poor thing, you poor little darling." And she was so comforting and sweet and uh, really mm-hmm. beautiful.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, there was healing in that too. Yeah, oh, that's very special.
4: Well, so special, so special. I was just trying to think of some of the other ones because th- there's, there's been a few... Like, I, I was out at the local state forest that's just near here recently and I found just where I happened to pull off... I actually wanted to go out there and s- lie next to the river and meditate and breathe. And uh, just where I decided to pull off the road and park, um, there was a, a, a stick jammed into the ground, um, a stick mm-hmm. about the size of my thumb. And, and I immediately thought, oh, that's, that's, uh, I think that's a yaoi. And I got an image of like a, like a teenager kind of flicking his hair out of his eyes. Like he had long hair over his eyes and he sort of flicked it out of his, out of his eyes. And, and uh, I mentioned it to Mark and Mark said, oh, I reckon that was a young one mucking around too. But I, I don't know. I don't know if you get something from that. I went out there and left an apple there for them just in case they go back there.
0: I can see it. I've got the gift when people talk about their experiences. Spirit, um, show me your experience. So I see it through your eyes oh, cool. or your mind's eye. So I can see it, and I do. I see the flicking of the hair as well. Yeah. It's only a young one, yes. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. So do you feel like they're? I mean, I would love to see one. Actually, see one in real life, but uh, that hasn't that hasn't happened that yet. And I'm sure they'll they'll let me do that when the time is right. But do you yeah. think that's going to happen? Yes, Because I'm very is. impatient. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> well, the more you're impatient, the more it won't happen. I know.
4: <laughs> so I try not to be impatient, but I sort of am in, deep down. <laughs>
0: yeah. So so much of this is surrender yeah. and letting go. Yeah. And what I'm being told is when you're out on your walking, because you love walking, yeah. and the dogs are totally oblivious to what's going on sometimes in the bush. Yeah. But he's, I'm being told... You'll just find yourself staring. And you've done this before, you found yourself just looking at a particular part of the bush. Yeah. That it's that's your inner guidance telling you where something is. Right. So you'll find yourself staring at something. And once you realise I'm staring, um, because sometimes I find I'm staring at something but I'm not actually seeing, I'm just staring.
4: Yeah. And
0: then I realise, oh, I'm staring. Now I must look. Notice the difference?
4: Yes. Yeah.
0: And then when you actually look, that's when you'll see something. Now, what I'm being told at first is you might just see the branch move and you'll realise, oh, that's not wind, that's something's touched it. Something's actually walking behind it. So it's going to be a build-up because, yes, as much as you want to see, When you truly see us in our form there is fear there will be fear
4: yeah yeah
0: so it's going to be a little bit of a you'll notice some brush moving and sort of oh that's not wind that's something behind there you might see that a few times but take notice when you find yourself staring at a particular area once you notice you're staring you can put yourself in a you start to actually look and then you'll see. Yeah. But there'll be a build up to it, a build up to it, a flick of colour. You know, you'll sort of oh was that an arm? Oh, did someone just blink? You'll see a bit of bush move because you know they are they are massive animals. Well, okay, they're massive gentlemen. Yeah.
4: I <laughs> don't call them an animal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are they're an incredible beings but they there's sheer size you know to be up against something of that stature our human response will be uh, it will instantly go into a fight or flight
4: yeah yeah how so do, we, how do it's we avoid the that?
0: gradual well this is why they do it gradually little bit little bit little bit little bit yeah. and In that time, like you're going through adjustments now where your frequency has risen and the body hasn't quite caught up, Mm. with them just showing little bits or making movement or a sound, the mind adjusts and sort of, oh, okay, that's it. That's possibly the yowie. So a transitional teaching of the mind. Yeah. You don't want the mind to go into total shutdown and then they are directly in front of you and you don't see them.
4: Yeah, that's true. I asked... Daryl, if, um, if I could communicate using a pendulum with my with yaoi. My and he said, well, you probably could. He said, but I'm, mm. getting, the, I'm getting your yaoi telling me that uh, he would rather you just learn how it feels when he's there, mm. like a calling card, I'm guessing. Um, he wanted me to know how that feels so I'm not reliant on something else. Yes. Um, so perhaps. We are
0: feeling beings. Yeah. That's yeah. what we are. That's what they are. Mm. Communication is done through feeling. Yeah. And it's sort of um, the pendulum, it's that's a toy.
4: Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what I was yeah. getting. It's a toy. <laughs> I know, but it makes it easier for me for yes, no answers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my hardest here. Come on, cut me some slack. (laughs) I've been trying to get, I've been saying, talking to them. I'm not sure if they hear me all the time, but saying, can you please leave me something obvious? Like leave me a footprint or leave me a glyph, but leave it in a place where I'm going to see it or something that's, that's obvious for me because I'm, you know, I, I, I haven't like physical signs of them apart from, that stick that was jammed into the ground um, I, I don't seem to see physical sign of them and and part of me really wants to it must be the human part that wants confirmation you know but I, I shouldn't yeah. need it that's the thing I, I guess perhaps that's why I, they haven't left anything really <laughs> obvious for me is because I shouldn't <laughs> need the confirmation. <laughs>
0: When, when I'm having a bad day, I'll say this to spirit, prove that you're here. <laughs> you know and I, I, I'm born this way. I don't know any other way. <laughs> and it's like I can see them shaking their heads yeah. <laughs> here
4: we go again. Yeah.
0: But you know what? They give me something truly profound yeah. in an emotion, yes or in a dream state. What you know, I want them to do something fantastic and you know and hand me a cup or something. yeah, but no. Yeah. We, what the, what, what's my guide telling me at the moment? Stop writing the script. You women do it all the time. <laughs> Just, you've asked for a sign. Now be grateful and accept what we give you.
4: Yeah, even if we don't see the bloody sign because you haven't made it obvious yeah. enough. Yeah. yeah, because, but we've written this script expecting them, you know, to walk
0: at the, up to the front door, so to yeah, speak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do something like that. Oh, funny. Aww. That's Aww. really funny.
3: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long
2: Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news That's amazon.com slash news to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
4: I remember um, I was somebody, I think I'd just done an interview with, uh, Sunbo, true brother, who wrote the Sasquatch Message to, to Humanity. And oh, um, yeah. And so amazing. If you haven't read it, you've got to read it. Or listen to the audio book if you're not into reading. There's, I think the, the first book is – there's an audio book on YouTube. But he talked about – well, after speaking to him and learning what I had learnt in my interactions with my Yowie, I got the feeling that these beings and, – and Sunbo got this message too, that they are really loving – beings and they want to help us. They don't really want to hurt yes. us in general. I mean, there might be, there is the odd odd one out there who does hurt us because we're doing the wrong thing or that we might have yeah. put their children in danger or something like that. But um, yeah. I, I I think I spoke about them in very loving terms and somebody commented on Facebook about how I needed to like pull back and they aren't these loving beings and before I get all, all hippie and you know start playing my flute for them and you know <laughs> giving them hugs like big teddy bears and I was telling my husband about that and we were we were laughing and, and I said I reckon I reckon would probably love it if I played the flute for him <laughs> and, and and I could yeah, see I him love not, music. I could yeah so I could see him nodding his head or agreeing with me in my mind. And then I said, in fact, I reckon he'd probably even let me put flowers in his hair. And then he he laughed and he went, steady on. I don't want flowers in my hair. And my husband said, I laughed and my husband, because he he knows about my yaoi, but he said, I reckon reckon your yaoi was saying, oh, steady on. And that's exactly what he said. Steady on. And then I had, and then his missus came into my mind and I said, oh, maybe you better do the flowers because he doesn't seem happy with me doing them. And she shook her head and looked down at Junior, at, the, at, their, at their child, and as if to say, and I got this, He didn't say it in words, obviously, but I got the feeling she was saying only Junior would get away with that. <laughs> 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 it was so funny. I couldn't believe that I was yeah. genuinely sharing some humour and a joke with yeah. a yowie. I, I, I yeah, the whole humorous the, he was so funny and it was humorous and it blew my mind really for quite a long time that, that that night and the next day I was like oh my god I've just I've just shared a joke with a Yowie, <laughs> and it was he was he has a sense of humor <laughs> mm. um, He was laughing at himself too and laughing at you know it was it was very special it's very special when it happens and I could tell that connection was happening because I was getting all choked up too.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they do have a good sense of humour, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I did um, some past life regression. Well, that's what I went in for and I actually had my, uh, I was working with another medium. She was learning to do hypnotherapy. So I was the guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> and we went there and I said, oh, yeah, I want to do past life, but past life didn't happen. It was... Um, I used to live in Melbourne when I was a real little girl and my parents brought property out at Western, it's called Cannons Creek. And when we first down there, my parents brought a really old bus and decked it out so we could all sleep in that on the weekends. And I've got a memory of this, being woken up to this thump, 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 because there was something outside of the bus. They had a barbecue area and everything where we'd have our meals and I remember getting up in the morning and telling my dad, and he goes, Oh, you know, we've got all the kangaroos and wallabies around here. That's what it is. So I've always sort of, Oh, yeah, that was a kangaroo. Because I was told, being a little girl, I was told it was a kangaroo. So that's the backstory. When I went to have the hypnotherapy past life regression, it came up that because my yowie was there and this woman, Julie, sort of, Oh, my God, there's this big hairy man here. And she was quite terrified of him because she didn't know what it is. She didn't even believe in him. And I was surprised that he was showing himself to her. But anyway, he wanted me to do the regression and go back to the time when I was a little girl in the bus and got woken up to this noise. And it was in actual fact I can remember remember being woken up and hearing these footsteps and then looking out the window because I was on the top bunk and looking out the window of the bus and seeing a top of a head at the height of my window. And because I was probably only about six to eight years of age. But I'd I'd blocked all of that out. But through this regression, I remembered seeing this head and seeing someone walk away. And then I sort of started realising it was actually a yowie way back then come and looked at me through the window of the bus when we were camping. Uh,
4: Oh, cool
0: down at Cannon's Creek. But when I got up in the morning and said to Dad, I heard, heard someone walking around. Dad got there, oh, no, we've got kangaroos and wallabies. But I do remember the other thing Because when I got up and I told him that, I remember going outside looking for all the footsteps and saying to Dad, but, no, they went that way. And Dad said, yeah, look at the, look at the um, animal tracks there. You know, the animals go through there all the time. And he kept telling me it's a kangaroo, kangaroo. But I did the regression and it was a Yowie, and my Yowie family that often drop in in the spirit realm, they've apparently been watching me ever since I was a little girl because Mm. they keep an eye on those that are working for the earth or they've got a path to be of service on some level, and I I had them coming and check on me way back then. I was about six to eight years of age. When we were living in a, as I said, we'll camp on this property. My parents brought it, Cannons Creek.
4: Yeah, that's really special. It, that's really yeah. special. So they're, they're, and so have you felt them when you've had your experiences, your your uh, encounters out there? Do you feel them communicating with you as well? Yes, yes.
0: Sometimes, like I love camping and four wheel driving, and when I'm sometimes when I'm up the bush. I just sort of because once I get out there and away from um, you know people in society, I just so suddenly you'll hear this voice and it's really deep. It's they can speak our language. They well they do speak our language, but it sounds different. It's a different. And when you feel it also in your head, you know them saying hello and something like that, or welcome and sort of whoa. It gives you a bit of a fright at first when they actually talk to you. But uh, I I do feel them out there. I feel them all the time. It's like this new house that we've moved into, we're not far from the bush and I can feel them around here, but I haven't felt them come up to the house yet, but I, I know they're close. I know they're close.
4: When they communicate with you, do you, so you hear them, do you always hear them in their voice or do you hear them in your mind's voice sometimes as well no
0: I hear hear them in their voice right their voice yes even in dream state it's always their voice even uh, when my Yowie guide was first connecting with me years ago the the voice was that loud in my head it actually woke me up oh, and wow. we sort of had to and I was sort of I would wake up startled sort of what was that?
4: Who was that? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Who's in my how? house? Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> it was so different. So right. it took a while to to get that established. But yeah, that at first it was sort of I was getting woken up out of a dead sleep because all of a sudden there was someone a male, you know, really deep voice and it was so loud in my head. But we were both learning how to communicate. Well what we got there eventually.
4: Yeah. Well that's that's what I'm hoping because the communication, I've never had dreamt of them ever, which is surprising considering this is, you know, I, I, I think about them all the time. Um, I've never had them in my, my dreams before. And I don't generally hear their voice. I get, I, sometimes it's in my mind's voice and sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's just a feeling and an understanding of what they're trying to say rather than actual words. Um, even Daryl, when he's been communicating with my Yowie, he says he's he's heard uh, my Yowie say his name, mm-hmm. and and he's heard Big Red say Wither and Red, but he he okay. generally doesn't hear them in their voice either. He gets kind of an That's understanding.
0: Really deep, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. So I wonder why. I wonder why that happens. Is that because you are. Uh, have a very strong connection that you hear their voice? Uh, I don't just...
0: always hear it, but I, um, I believe so. Yeah. It's the way they're trying to connect to me. Yeah, But I feel it both ways where I feel their presence and it's like the way they're communicating with me today is they're just putting blocks of thought into my head. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just relaying it through
4: that way. Uh, a couple of months back I found just I, I came out of the farm gate and – uh, maybe twenty meters from the farm gate, um, on the side of the road, was half a kangaroo—the bottom half. So it was mm. mi- missing arms and head, uh, yeah. but it still had the heart was still inside, and and it had lots of good bits still on there. And I thought well, that's a bit, it's a bit strange. It's mm, so it unusual. It was so, and it didn't look like didn't look like it had been killed right there. There was, there was a small circle of blood a couple of metres away, but there wasn't really blood underneath it. Um, I've been told it got disturbed. Right, yes. Well, I'm imagining foxes or something disturbed it. Um, mm. So I took photos of it and I sent it to Mark uh, in Queensland who communicates with them all the time. And he said, he said he got a strong feeling that that was a gift for me and he said what you should do is is just sit quietly for for a little bit and say thank you and so i did that and and i said thank you to whoever left this kangaroo here and i reached out my hand in my mind's eye as a gesture of friendship and i got this mm-hmm. image of two giant hands reaching down and gently um you know taking my hand in theirs mm. And I got a, I got a, and I said, thank you. And I got a big wave. I could feel it physically, a big wave of a thank you back to me. Yes. Um, Yes. I was quite, I I haven't, it was really, it was a physical feeling. I I could feel it in my body. That energy went straight through me. Mm. Um, It was quite, it was, it was really cool, but it was like, whoa. (laughs) Um, And, and both, Mark got an image in his mind of like a 15 foot giant, um, I got an image of uh, big hands twisting the head off and uh, Mark got something similar and then Daryl uh, was talking to my yaoi a week or two later and asked about it and, and my yaoi confirmed that it had was a gift for mm-hmm. me because I was talking about them so respectfully and talking about who they really are rather than uh. just some monster and it was left – Outside the property, so as not to frighten me. Yes, um, yeah. And I, but it was it was a sign of that we we've got your back and we're watching over you. Mm. And Very much so. Yes, we're looking after you, but we're also grateful to you for talking about us as the the beings that we really are, not as some horrific monster that's going to rip you to shreds and you know the Hollywood version.
0: No, they're sentinel beings. Yes. Yes. They're they're healers, they're balancers of the earth. Yep. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're truly beautiful.
4: Yeah, they are. They are. I'm 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 so delighted. Like over the moon, my heart swells with joy when I think about this special connection. And ha- uh, yeah, it's it's. I'm always getting emotional just talking about it, and getting goosebumps mm. talking about it because it's so special to me. I can't imagine life without it now, and there's no there's no going back to normal life now.
0: Yeah, no, there's not. No. There's not, and so many people don't get it. This is why I keep to myself a lot, because people just don't get it. No, you know, I can talk about it. I connect with these. Once they can connect, yeah, we, we've got a bigger tribe, so to speak, that we can all understand each other. Mm, you yes. But you're, you're actually bringing this to the forefront. That's part of your path, I believe, yeah. is to bring this to the forefront and to, for people to sort of realise, yes, this is actually out there. And the fact that your podcast covers the paranormal, it covers everything, anything yeah. and everything's yeah. on the table. It opens up, it's people thinking and sort of if they're not going to, they're going to get either going to, oh, this is a load of rot and they're not going to return or they'll sort of, oh, I'll listen to that and then they'll sort of, oh, have you heard this podcast and this is how it goes and it helps people with the transition of what is the truth.
4: Yeah, and that kangaroo appeared, you know, within a week of me starting to publicly talk about my connection my telepathic con- connection. Um, I was actually feeling quite vulnerable, and I copped quite a, I copped a, f- a fair amount of ridicule on social media. Um, I did get a few people, you know, commenting about how ridiculous, mm. w- you know, yeah. that, uh, how crazy I was, and how ridiculous it was, and um, it, you know, it's not you're, you're turning people off. The real research, you're making researchers. Re- proper researchers look bad because mainstream science doesn't believe you know can't you, you can't prove any of this and therefore you're just making us all look bad by talking about this and yeah. I was feeling a bit vulnerable and um, I was talking to them I was just talking aloud saying I, I'm I'm feeling a bit I'm going to keep talking about this but I f- I've, I feel a bit vulnerable sharing it when I'm when I'm copying ridicule and it was not long after I said that aloud to them that I get a thank you present <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the form of a kangaroo so that just confirmed and strengthened my resolve to keep talking yes. about this I don't care if people don't believe me or think I'm a crazy person um, you keep doing it I'm just going to keep doing it
0: we know it's truth exactly and those ones that know it truth will keep listening, and they will keep spreading the word.
4: Yeah, exactly. yes,
0: very much so.
4: <laughs> exactly. So, so you do, are you do you do online classes as well as face to face?
0: My daughter's trying
4: to get me to do online. Please classes. Please do because I want to do some classes with you, <laughs> and you're a I long will, way I... away for me to travel. <laughs> uh,
0: I've. I've got the Zoom occasionally. I was thinking on doing Zoom classes, so I've got to look at it again. Yeah. But uh, my daughter's trying to get me out there. Like I, I do a lot of expos. I travel. I actually want to travel around more doing expos. Um, I'm going up to Albury to do an expo in October. That's a two-day event. I'm going to go up there, so I'll do public demonstration of readings there. And my daughter likes to record them all and put them up on Facebook.
4: That's a great idea.
0: And it's just sort of, I know this is one of my issues I've got to work on, is in so many lifetimes I've been persecuted for my gift. Uh. I've got memories of being murdered, killed because I was a witch I've uh, been a healing practitioner, you know, I've, I've been persecuted in lifetimes and I feel still feel that in this lifetime. Yeah. You know, I don't know how I would actually cope with judgment. I really don't know of my gift. Yeah. So but my daughter's my daughter's at me, she gets going, I'm your manager, I'm doing this. <laughs> and she's put she's putting me up there on Facebook so she records them. Not all of them go up. But she's putting as many of my demonstrations up on, on my Facebook page. So I'm just sort of letting her do that. Yeah. I was doing uh, Zoom classes because of the the lockdowns and everything. But she does want me to organise something on Zoom again and start doing classes.
4: Oh, I would sign up. I would love to develop, to learn more about this and develop my abilities uh, but it's you know who who where do you go to school for that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that easy to find someone who knows what they're talking about, knows how to teach it, and uh, is pure-hearted and, and and not out to cause you any harm. Um, mm. it's it's hard to find people like that. so so I, I have a feeling you might you might be inundated with, with people who are interested in learning online, who might not be able to travel to to East Gippsland where you are.
0: Oh yeah, if they're there, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, it's sort of all my classes are like that. Someone just sort of turns up and sort of, you are my teacher. How can we do this? Yeah, all right. It's <laughs> like we started a new class on Saturday. <laughs> so you yeah, know, right. this is how it goes. And are you
4: doing? Do you do just individual private classes, or you do group classes?
0: Group classes, yep. the energy is a lot better because the energy builds up to a higher vibration.
4: Uh huh. Yes,
0: and it's yeah. much better with more people. Yeah, for yes. sure.
4: And you and you do them regularly. Yes. Is it so once a week or a couple of times a week or once a week for um, like six months? Well, or
0: everyone's no, everyone's busy now, so we do it every fortnight. No, it's just continuously running every fortnight, and as long as everyone abides by their disciplines. And anything from that is within our realm. We'll experiment, providing everyone is protected. We will, if I look at anything. And I, I always tell my students, you know, I'm here, I'm facilitating. I'm also a student. You question. If you don't like what sits, what I'm telling you, question me and let's have a look.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, energy is always changing and you have to. You, you can't stick with the same things all the time. You have to move with the energies. The only thing that I instil in my students is you must work under the protection, you must know your guides and you must be protected. Everything beyond that, we can play.
4: Right. And does everyone have in that in their guides, does everyone have a mix of different ET beings or, or different... Oh kinds of beings,
0: yowies, you know. Well, I'm the only one with the yowies, (laughs) but um, I've got a few interesting guides with me. But uh, we've got one of the ladies in my class, lovely lady, magnificent healer. I'm not sure where these gentlemen have come from, but they're orange. They're ETs. They've only just come in the last few weeks and they sort of, they talk in a tone you, you, and it's very fast. I have to keep telling them, slow down, slow <laughs> down. I can't hear you. But they're, it's sort of like in English, but it's in a tone. And they're orange. And the, both of them, the, the two of them have come to this lady and got very round orange faces. I'm not talking a tint of orange. I'm talking bright orange.
4: Fanta orange. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, their skin is bright orange, Wow. and they're not—they're not insect-like. They're—they're they're human sort of figure, but there's that, that difference where they're not. You can tell they're not humans. Well, the orange is a big giveaway.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they sound like umpalumpas. I'll give a thought of that.
0: <laughs> but the healing, like in class, we work on our. Um, Getting to know your guides, your protection. Uh, get to know your guides, and then we do healing. Uh, the healing that's coming through that this light, like, these guides are bringing through this lady is, is truly beautiful, absolutely truly beautiful. Wow,
4: healing that she's able to do, or healing that they're performing on her. Healing,
0: they're they're like healing guides, so they're bringing the they're harnessing the energy and channeling it through this lady.
4: Wow. And yep. so to heal to heal her or so that she can heal others?
0: So she can heal others. Got it. Got it. That's, yeah. Wow. We, um, I always invite people, you know, if anyone sort of shows a hint of interest to sort of let them know, look, I run a development circle. Would you like to come and receive a healing and a free reading? And most people, oh, yes, and it's really good because my students, have the opportunity then to work on someone different. Uh, yeah. And yeah. we had a lady come in a few weeks ago when these orange gentlemen um, first started to apply for yeah. knee oh. replacement, and they won't, They every time she's scheduled to have the surgery because her knee's that bad, it's too swollen. They won't work on it until she gets the swelling down and right. all of this. She was scheduled for surgery on the Monday, so she come to the class on the Friday and her knee was twice the size of what it should be. By the end of the night now, class only goes for two hours, by the end of the night, the swelling, well, there was no swelling.
4: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> this this lady and her orange gentleman helped with the bringing in the energies and they reduced all of the swelling in this lady's entire leg and it was absolutely fa- – I wish I had have taken photos, the before and after. I didn't <laughs> think of it at the time. But all of us could see how swollen the leg was and all of a sudden I'm even there. Gee, that is absolutely fantastic how the swelling in two hours was totally reduced 100%.
4: That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. And the lady went into surgery and
0: there was no difficulties nothing and the interesting thing was the message the lady received when she was doing the healing was the surgery will be done and no complications and there'll be no infection afterwards and so far everything that they said has
4: happened that's amazing and so you're you're teaching other people to be healers yes how to control it.
0: Uh, so, well, it's get to know your guides, know how to work with guides. Healing energy comes from spirit or universe, divine presence. Mm-hmm. It comes from there. It comes through the medium who is spirit and it goes to the patient who is spirit. Yeah.
4: Is that a, a similar concept in a way as to Reiki? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I would love to do that course. <laughs> I wish you lived nearby. <laughs> Please develop one online.
0: <laughs> we'll have to look at that. I'll let my daughter know because oh, I can assure you she'll be at me. I've got a little, I call them brown jacks. They're the little yowies. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I tend to feel you might have a couple on your on your
4: farm. Oh, really? Awesome. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's awesome. They're, I, I haven't really... Um, I've heard they're a very different uh, being to yes. the Yowie. and I have heard that they can be quite mischievous and quite naughty. And if I don't like you, they can be hard work. But I I don't really know much about them as a being, as such. What do you get any sense of? Well, what, what I'm getting like? is there's a couple of them.
0: they actually work with, I'm being told. By an Aboriginal lady that's just stepped into my room. (laughs) Um, She's saying that we actually use them in control of spirit energy. Yes. Yes. And she's saying that's why there's a couple up on your place because there's a lot of spirit activity with the work that you do. It often will attract things. So it's like they're dealing with the, if anything negative comes through, they'll chase it down and move
4: it. Oh, wow. That, mm-hmm. I don't know if you, you caught the show, it was, I don't know, it must have been a year and a half ago or something. I did a couple of shows with a guy called Joel and uh, he had a brown jack spirit that he'd nicknamed Brownie. Well, he hadn't, I think the name was given to him by, uh, it was actually a, a, an original Australian couple who had, it was actually the, 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 the man, the husband had... Uh, I think I remember even up to six or seven brown jack spirits that he that oh, he wow. worked with, and he gave one of those spirits, Brownie, to Joel. And so what they do is they chase down demons in the astral, and and Brownie gets rid of them. Um, oh wow! Yeah. So when you when you just mentioned that, I thought, oh, of course, it's Brownie, <laughs> and and my Yowie. When after he appeared, after he and Big Red appeared, in in Daryl the Shaman's work while he was in ceremony, yeah, and Daryl explained that that sort of uh, my Yowie kind of appeared and st- stomped towards him, and he thought, shit, what's going on? And then reached my Yowie reached behind him, kind and of got the mis- grabbed yeah. something and and kind of threw it away and and dealt with it, and. He he was asking him afterwards what was going on there, and there was a some kind of a demon or a spirit that was sneaking up mm. behind Daryl while he yep. was otherwise occupied getting rid of something else.
0: Yes, and and, that's what they, they do that. And yeah. they
4: helped him. <laughs> they helped him get rid of. They protected him by getting rid of this demon. And Daryl said, "Oh, so what was like that? What was going on there?" And and my Yowie said, "I'm like Brownie." Exactly the same. So, yeah. so that yes, that all, all makes sense. So I've got two lovely little fellas on the farm helping protect me. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a bit emotional just thinking about that. Yes, um, that's really uh, special. One of the
0: things, one of the things that we've found doing this work, um, look, if you look on YouTube, things there are people filming activity in their houses. You know, if they've got, if they have a ghost or something, they film it. You know, they're yes. setting up all these security cameras. Yep. That's really good to show evidence. But at the same time, it's got a downfall to it because it actually attracts more activity.
4: Right. It attracts more it's spirit so- activity.
0: Yes. Right. Yes. I'm sure they're exhibitionists. <laughs> Those it- ones that are looking for attention, you know, that want to cause havoc, yep. you start filming them they will cause more havoc. And one of the things that we've also found is a lot of these electronic devices are becoming portals for activity. Ah. So people that are watching this stuff on YouTube of someone over the other side of the world that's got a, got a haunted house, their phone or their tablet will actually bring that energy through into their house.
4: Oh, nasty. No wonder I don't watch horror movies.
0: <laughs> yes. So you've got to be very aware. I'm not saying there's negativity in your show, but it will attract something. And this is why these little brown jacks are being told are being brought there because, you know, you're talking about everything. Keep talking what you're, do, you're mm. doing because people need to hear it. Yeah. But just in case there's something negative that is ever, these guys are going to deal with it.
4: That's so cool. Can I... I've I do wonder if I can leave them gifts. I would love to yes. leave oh, them yes. a gift. Yes. Oh cool.
0: Do that. Which um I was given a an arrowhead when I was living out on the um living out on the farm out at Noyora mm-hmm. when we were having yeah uh Yaoi activity there. I was actually given an arrowhead. It was left for me at the front
4: door. Oh, that's very special. Mm. Yes, and, I wondered. Um, I wondered if I was concerned if I was leaving gifts that I might attract, you know, the wrong ones in, not the not the the good ones. I might attract something. Well, you don't know who you're attracting in if you just leave a gift out. It might something that's not so good might find it. So I was I was wary about. Yes, doing but that. it'll be
0: moved on. It'll be moved on. If it doesn't belong there, it'll be moved on. Right. So I wouldn't worry. But putting out the gift, remember the universal law, like attracts like, and a lot of this work is intention and you're putting that gift out there and it's coming from your heart. So like attracts like.
4: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, so I was was left an arrowhead and I've been left a little braided bracelet made out of, um, it was made out of bracken fern
4: Oh, that's really special. So they've made it themselves. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. All twisted around and, yeah. Did you get a, so th- when you got that, did you get a picture of who left it?
0: I just knew, uh, I've got one guide with me, uh, one Yowie guide that's with me. He was physical but now he's totally in the spirit realm mm-hmm. and he's very different. He's not as solidly built as the average now. Like I've got the real big solid, I've got three of them. I've got a male, his wife and his daughter, and they're they're huge. They're nine, ten foot tall sort of thing. But this other one, he's now, he's since passed on and he's totally in the spirit realm. It's a smaller frame and he's jet black. No no brown. No red, no nothing. He's yeah. and he's like a wool. It's not real it's not like a hair, he's like it's like a black wool oh. all over him. That's he's totally different. I've never heard of a Yowie like this.
4: No, I haven't either. Not the wool, not the, the wool texture no. of the hair, no.
0: Yeah. I never saw him physically, but when he passed away, um he was drawn to me. And apparently the bracelet. Was made and he apported it to me, and he also apported the arrowhead to me as a gift.
4: Oh, how lovely!
0: Yeah. So I don't quite get how that works. So he's obviously he's made it somehow on that realm, Mm -hmm. and then physically got it to me. So get your head around that.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to (laughs)
0: try. Yeah, but he's very. Yeah, he's very different. He's much more slender. He's probably about nine foot tall Mm -hmm. and he's, it's, you can see his eyes, but he's got hair and it's like a fur or a woolly fur, right up to his eyes. He's got ears like us, a little bit of a pointed head, but he's totally black. Oh, but he's got white on the bottom of his feet.
4: White on the bottom of his feet. That's interesting. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. His feet are quite white underneath, but he's covered in like a woolly fur.
4: And the and the rest the rest of his skin is is white or is is he dark?
0: No, because I can see his hands and his hands are black. So I don't know what it is with his feet, but they're Mm -hmm. a lighter colour.
4: Yeah, I see.
0: And he's come to me in spirit, and he's very much a healer. works through Works through me with doing healing work. Ah. And works very much in the elementals, and with the fire, metal, stone, water, yep. all of that sort of thing is, and the elements, the earth.
4: You and you mentioned yeah. um, in your email. I think I remember that uh, you had there were elementals as part of your spirit guide team. Yes, is that right. Yes. So how? Do in, yes. do in what form? What form do they take when you're when you're connecting with them?
0: I've got well. I've got a gentleman. I'll call him. Call him a gentleman. He's a being, but he's leaf. He's made of leaves. That's what he looks like. Right. the His leaves. He's. I don't. That's the best way I can describe it. It's like a whole bunch of leaves all being moulded into a human form.
4: Isn't that really cool? I'm getting a picture of that. That's. That, yeah, <laughs> I love that.
0: Uh, and. Um, Of course, in my garden, every time I'm at a garden place, as soon as I see sort of a statue of any leafed person, I've got to have it. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have it all around him. But my mother has a photo of me in as a baby in the pram out in the garden next to a hedge. And in that hedge you can see a leafed face person. It's not it's not um oh is it maybe everyone gets there. Who's that in the bush?
4: So <laughs> he was there. He was, he
0: was with there. me then. Yeah. And he is still the same gentleman that I see still see now to this day. And I'm about to turn 60. So he has been with me all my life, comes and goes. Sometimes I may not see him, and then all of a sudden I see him again. But he's he's made of leaves. He's an elemental. <laughs>
4: And, and yep. does he, when he communicates with you, is it in, is it similar to the Yowies in that is it is it words or is it pictures or? Uh... No, it's um fills me with
0: like a block of thought. It's like he it's like he downloads the thoughts into my head, and all of a sudden I've got the story. Right. Mm. Right. So I've got him that works with me, and. I haven't seen it for a long time but I've I've worked with a water element as well. And what is that that, that what was did they different look like? well water <laughs>
4: <laughs> just a blob of water or was it in a in a yeah. particular shape with a head and arms or
0: you you'll just sort of see them I used to see them a lot I used to sail many years ago I used to do a lot of sailing and that's when they were truly in their element because you would see the silhouette of this being in the water when I was out there. Ah, right. Actually sw- swimming beside the boat. <laughs> but I'll often see it, you know, when I'm up the bush, I'll feel them in the water. And it's just so, they're healing, their balance. Yeah. But... Um, I have not had as much experience with the water energy as I have my little leaf man.
4: Your little leaf man.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's what I call him. I, I, I don't know what his name is. I have just called him Leaf Man and he smiles at that. He's happy with that. He's <laughs> my little leaf man.
4: Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I, um, uh, Reader, uh, who I mentioned earlier, when she did a reading for me, she saw... Uh, a little Arcturian being with me, mm-hmm. and she got a name which was um, uh, like Mora or Moira or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if if she saw an Arcturian being wi- when she was talking to me, would that mean that that little being was part of my spirit team?
0: Yes, yes. I'm getting the name La Mora. La Mora. Yeah, la
4: la la,
0: more Yeah, uh-huh. la I'm trying to get the accent, la more, mm-hmm.
4: Ah, so and I get, I get the feeling that, that, that she's a she.
0: Yeah, and she's only about three and a half foot tall.
4: Right. <laughs> hmm.
0: She's very tiny, very fine features, very fine. She's very, very elegant. And delicate. Oh, she looks very delicate. Yes. Right.
4: And so she's she's there because I I, don't, I haven't connected with her. I mean, I haven't sort of tried to either. But uh, what's her role? Can you do? You get a feel for that uh, to do
0: with healing, right? Um, I th- I believe you've mentioned this before. Is you do, you've worked as a counsellor?
4: Yeah. Well, social and, worker. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah. And this is where she she helps with. Giving you inspiration as to what a person needs.
4: Ah, right.
0: That's where her healing capacity is. Because she's telling me sometimes you'll just have this idea of that person needs this. Yes,
4: I do. <laughs> this is her. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you recognise that. Yeah. That is her.
4: Right. Ah, Lakmora. Thank you. Thank you for those ideas. Because I do often get a a, yeah. a strong feeling for what's the matter with someone and, and mm-hmm. what they need. to be be better. Um, That's really cool. Your
0: your healing work, she's saying, is done through your voice. You've got the power of the speaking and you touch so many people and never doubt who you are. She's saying, I'm getting emotional. Oh, me too. Never doubt who you are.
4: (laughs) My eyes were just tearing up then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Because you touch so many people. That's good. And this is she's here. She's like she's your inspirational. She could be a muse if need be, you know, to sort of inspirational speaking. You've all she'll give you the ideas of what people need in their time of need. Mm. And she says, "Never doubt who you are. You are where you are meant to be right now." Hmm.
4: That's yeah. really special. If someone wanted to explore. Who their spirit team was? Do you is that something you do in that in the groups that you teach? Do yes, it you, is. Uh, do yes uh, meditations to, or, or whatever sort of process uh, ceremony you use, um, you guide people into working out a who's guided on their team. safe place. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Guide them into a safe place where they can meet their
4: guides. Meet their yes. team. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone not wanting to do that. Like, I'm ready to get in the car now (laughs) and drive over there. I just want to keep pumping you with questions. But of course, we've been on the phone for um, a couple of hours and you you can cut me off. You can cut me off at any time you need to. Um, I I think maybe we might need a few conversations if you're up for that.
0: (laughs) Oh, definitely. Definitely. We've gone all over the place today. I still haven't got to tell you about
4: all my yowies. Karen, I, I've I've just absolutely loved talking to you. I'm so grateful to you for sharing that information with me. That's uh, been Pleasure. really special, really, really special.
0: I must admit, look, I'm a person that I, I do keep to myself. I do. I want to share my gifts with as many people as I can, my teachings and everything. But not everyone gets where I'm coming from. I'm a bit out there, but. I was really drawn to send you that email in the first place. I don't remember the ladies um, that you had, the show that I listened to.
4: Her YouTube channel is Lavender Sky Panther. But I I felt really impressed and it's sort of a matter
0: of, uh, it wasn't a matter of, oh, I'm not going to send this person an email. It was a matter of, I have to send this person an email. So it's going to be, I'm really excited to see where this journey is going to take us. One of the things, just very quickly, my mediumship teacher taught me is you must protect your mediumship with your life. And I never understood what she meant until in the last few years, how important it is to protect yourself. Right. Yes. And the other thing that she, she told me way, way back is there'll be a division of of mediumship. Right. You will have the truth, the ones that walk the correct path. Yeah. And there are the false ones. And, you know, I was thinking, oh, you couldn't ever have that. This is the naive Karen when she's in her 20s. But now I can see it because I look in the expos. I see the false falsity mm. of mediumships. Yes. And I see the truth. And the fact that, like, this house clearing my friend and I had to do just recently, most of the problems were actually caused by ignorance of another medium. And I still can't get over how she charged her eighteen hundred dollars. That's I, I found that disgusting. Yeah, yeah. You know, very... All we charge is for the fuel, for fuel to get us there and home. Oh, I've you
4: know? I've got no problem with someone charging to make a living, so that they can heal and help people. Like it's it's it's, it's there's no I don't have a problem with that at all. It's not it's not unethical to earn yeah. a living and to put food on your table and feed your kids and stuff. But but ripping yeah. someone off. Um, oh, I know. And that was the remarkable Karen. Since that first chat that I've had with Karen, we started our little group and we've had about, I think, about 10 classes so far. The other members of the group are all psychic mediums and plus my friend Daryl, the shaman, who's also been on the show. Uh, Jazz is in the group too. And then we've got Blind Freddy, me. (laughs) I've been calling myself Blind Freddy, but um, remarkably, I have actually been able to see and hear more and more and I'm getting better at it every week. I've actually been the recipient of some of that healing and it actually works. I'll give you two examples. I have a scoliosis in my back. I've got a twist in my spine and uh, it's caused me throughout my life, it's caused me chronic pain in my lower back and chronic bursitis in my left hip because my, my spine's so crooked. So we've done a couple of healing sessions on my back and my left hip and I'm happy to report to you that I am almost pain-free for the first time in my life. I can't tell you how amazing that is. It's really blown my mind how it worked. Uh, I can go into detail about how it works, maybe on a, on another show, and, and give you some more information about uh, the, the session that we, the two sessions that we had. Um, but but trust me. This form of healing is absolutely amazing, and it works. The other thing that I've been able to prove that does work is that I have. I also have a cyst in my pineal gland, and I've had a few MRIs over the years to to check to make sure it's not growing. Now, the last I've had, the, the last two, the one I had last year before I had this healing session. The size of the cyst was about 13 and a half millimetres. It's now shrunk to 12 millimetres since we did that healing session on it. Uh, I, I think I need to do a few more healing sessions and the beautiful Jasmine Winter has been throwing Reiki at me every day, which is amazing and I think that's been helping as well. But between the healing team and Jazz doing her Reiki, that's actually shrunk assist growing in my brain. So mind blowing stuff, people. If you're interested in getting in, in getting in touch with Karen for healing or to maybe attend one of her classes. And look, if you're interested in these things like I am, it's just been so much fun and so interesting. I really couldn't recommend it highly enough. Get in touch with me and I can give you Karen's contact details. The other thing that I wanted to tell you about was, so last year I had an acquaintance of mine stay in my house when I wasn't there for a few days. He really needed somewhere to stay. This person is quite uh, an intuitive kind of person and he rang me the next day and says, Sarah, I saw a ghost in your house yesterday. And I was like, what? I've, you know, I had been living there. This is the house in Castlemaine. I'd been living there for, I don't know, 10 years by that, 11 years, I think maybe even 12 years. And I'd only ever noticed once feeling a bit strange and that was when my big dog, Bob, was on my bed with me, and this must have been at least 12 months ago, if not more. Bob was on the bed with me and all of a sudden he tried to crawl into my lap, which is quite a feat considering he's a wolfhound mix and he's a big dog. He was trembling and he tried to crawl into my lap like he was really really afraid. And he was staring at the doorway into my bedroom, which is right near the front door in the hallway there. And I thought that's really weird but I couldn't see anything and I've never, never seen a ghost or heard anything strange in that house. But since this, uh, this acquaintance had that experience, I've been feeling a bit kind of anxious and maybe I'm a little bit more sensitive now to uh, the invisible world but I've been feeling a little bit, not so much frightened but a bit uneasy in the house and, 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 especially at night if I'm there by myself feeling like if I need to get up and go to the loo I've got to run from my bedroom to the bathroom through the rest of the dark house it just feels a bit spooky and I really noticed in the last few weeks the floorboards creaking at night like there's someone standing there and they're just sort of shifting their weight every now and then and that was really becoming a little bit unnerving and I mentioned it to my, 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 my class with Karen and I actually happened to be at the Castlemaine house last week when we had class. So uh, usually I'm up here at, at the farm, but last week I was down there and I they could see that doorway in the hallway um, through the Skype, through the camera. And, and three of them, it was Jazz, Kaz and Daz, I, I said to them, Look, look behind me. can you guys see anything? Because that's where I've been hearing the floorboards creak, and that's where uh, this acquaintance of mine saw the ghost. And they said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, we can see him. It's a guy it's a guy, and he's wearing a long kind of oilskin coat. And that's exactly how this acquaintance of mine had described the ghost. He said he saw it was a man wearing kind of an old-fashioned, long, riding coat. And my team saw exactly the same thing. What was also weird then was that I said, well, can, can we ask him his name? And in my mind, the name George popped into my mind. As soon as I thought that, Jazz and Karen and Daz all said, oh, I think his name's George. (laughs) They all said it at the same time. And I had already been thinking about it just before they said it. So turns out his name's George. And I had a little moment of psychic ability or or clairvoyance. So it, it was really exciting. I did ask them to Asked George to stop his bloody creaking of the floorboards because it was making me feel a little bit frightened at night. And every time I'd, if I was lying there, I'd be lying in bed and I hear, I'd suddenly hear a creak and then I'd be wide awake again. And, and I was actually finding it really hard to get to sleep, even though he doesn't mean me any harm. And Karen actually reassured me that he has been there for a long time and um, he kind of likes me. And, and he's, he said, she said he was sort of standing guard over you. Uh, at the entrance to your room while you sleep. And I thought, oh, that's actually that's actually really nice. I really liked that. So so that night, even even though I was still slightly nervous, because ghosts aren't something that I'm particularly experienced with, I didn't feel afraid. I, I, I felt quite good. And my next my next step will be, as Jazz told me to, she said the next step is to ask him to like creak or tap something for yes no answers. So one one creak for yes and two creaks for no, and start interacting with him and asking him questions. <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'll give it a go. I, I that next step might it sounds a bit scary to me, but I think I I think I'll work myself up to to giving that a crack. Jazz also had the feeling that maybe he he's not attached to my house because my house. Was only put there. Was transported from Woodend and put there about thirteen years ago. And Jazz got the feeling that he was somehow connected to the land rather than the house. And and I'm thinking perhaps because it's an old gold mining area that perhaps George uh, was mining that particular spot in in Chuton when um, when he passed away. So. It's all been it's all been happening in the last couple of months. It's all been really exciting. As you can see, there's been lots of cool stuff happening and I will just keep updating you as more and more fun stuff happens. <laughs> there were two other things that happened during my chat to Karen that made me just believe 100% that she is a, a gifted psychic. One of those was... I actually sneezed during that conversation and when I, when the other person's talking, I have my microphone on mute so so none of the background noise that I get here gets picked up by the microphone and I had my microphone on mute and sneezed and Karen said, bless you. So there was no way she could have heard me sneeze and I've checked the recording back. My sneeze wasn't on the recording. Karen could not have heard me sneezing yet somehow she knew I had sneezed and said, bless you. Very freaky. (laughs) The other thing that stood out to me was that she mentioned me walking around more in bare feet uh, because my yaoi had noticed that I was doing that. Now, this is actually true. I I had been learning more and more about grounding and uh, had started at that stage, had just started making myself walk around more in bare feet. The fact that my yaoi knew about it and he told Karen about it was just super freaky and there's no way anyone else could have known about that. So make of that what you will. Karen had so many little examples of her psychic ability that just confirmed and reconfirmed and reconfirmed that she's the real deal. She just blows me away. And since I've gotten to know her more and more over the last few months, you couldn't meet a kinder, more heart-spaced, nor more gifted person. So if you're interested in Karen's healing sessions or her classes, get in touch with me and I can share with you her contact details. Karen, I know you'll be listening. Thank you so much for reaching out to me to share your story with me and to also then start teaching me how to get in touch with my abilities and give me the opportunity to learn how to heal other people. It's been incredibly special to me and it's such an important part of my life now. I can't imagine life without you and our little team in it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if anyone's interested in the photos that I took of the kangaroo gift that was left outside my farm, uh, let me know and I'll post them in the Facebook group. That's all I've got for you today, my friends. Yowie Central will be back in a few weeks. We've got more Yowie stuff coming up. And don't forget, if you've seen a Yowie or you've experienced something strange and mysterious that's totally blown your mind, we would love to hear about it. And I'm pretty sure that the Yowie Central listeners are chomping at the bit to hear more of your stories. And keep in mind that when you share your stories, you help other people who've been through potentially traumatic experiences come to terms with what they've experienced and maybe then come forward themselves with their own stories to share. So get in touch with me via yaoi central at gmail.com or via the yaoi central facebook group or via messenger twitter or instagram. Stay safe out there people take care catch you next time.
1: in the cold out in the dark something's lurking at the edge of the park people be warned people beware there's a storm on the rise and it's covered in hair hear him cry hear him howl looking for someone to disembowel claws like a hook eyes like coal feet so big they're gonna crush your soul they call him sasquatch Bye. Be rich, you pretty young thing Better hide the glint of your diamond ring Your fancy jacket won't be worth a dime When you're sucking the blood right out of your spine Hearing cry, hearing howl Looking for someone to disembide